Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I am sharing something really, really special. Today I am sharing a recording of a live workshop that I held. I facilitated with my clients to wrap up 2022 and to start to look forward, glance towards 2023. This is this is a replay of a live session. You're going to hear me say, pausing the replay here. I do that so that any of my clients listening on, on replay, which you are going to be today, they know that the recording's being paused and so they can pause their device to give themselves time to answer the prompt. So you just need to follow the prompts. When I say, pausing, pausing the recording here, you need to do that too. That's that's your prompt, okay? Um, the other thing that I would say before, before we jump in is, I think this is about 55 minutes long, this recording. I would give yourself about 90 minutes. I gave my clients 90 minutes to do this work and that's roughly how long it took. Don't get me wrong, some people are gonna go away from the session and go a bit deeper into some of their own answers and spend some time with their own answers. That's cool. I'm saying that so that you don't rush this work. And I know that 90 minutes can be hard to snaffle away at this time of year, but I believe you are worth that. Even if you do it in two separate sessions, I believe that it's worth spending that time with yourself, with your own thoughts, so that you can do this work. I'm releasing this on the 22nd of December. So in a few days, it's going to be Christmas. And so I just want to wish you the best. And the reason that I haven't wished you a happy Christmas or wished you a Merry Christmas and instead wished you the best for you is because this time last year, I was actively losing someone very close to me. And so whenever I saw anyone like Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas, deep, deep within me was a real sense of sadness because it wasn't a happy Christmas and nothing that anyone said was going to make it a happy Christmas. And I don't feel like we normalize that enough. I don't feel like we normalize the fact that sometimes Christmas is hard, regardless of what you're going through. Losing someone's a very um, dramatic example. You might not be going through that. You might be going through something completely different that is equally as hard inside of yourself. And so the reason why I wish you the best for Christmas is because I hope that you are able to support yourself whether it is a joyous and beautiful and light and free and lovely Christmas, or whether you are struggling with something over the festive period, I just wish the best for you. And I hope that you are able to treat yourself with kindness and compassion and give yourself the best, whatever that looks like in life for you over this festive period. Because to me, that's what thriving is. Life and business are going to throw some shit your way, some uncertainty, some adversity, and you have to navigate it. But thriving isn't only to be saved for the times when everything is rosy in the garden. Thriving isn't only for the times when there aren't pressures. Yeah, and you know, over Christmas, there are social pressures. There are pressures to make sure that there are presents put on time, all of the things. And so I wish for you the best this year. I hope that you bring yourself the best. I hope that you are able to thrive in whatever thriving looks like for you in the moment that you are in over the festive period. So all that said, I'm going to be quiet now and I am going to play the replay for you. Grab yourself a hot drink, a pen, paper, snuggle on down and do this self-reflection with me. Enjoy. I am excited for what I've got to bring to you today. I feel like these questions that we're about to explore and go through are ones that Possibly we don't give ourselves time to slow down long enough to reflect back 
And what I found for myself is when I've tried to rush this process, when I've tried to um, force it and um, rush it, it's only given me surface level results. It's only given me like the surface level answers. So today I want you to just let yourself drop in a little bit deeper We're not in a rush. And by saying that, what I want to encourage you to do is not rush yourself. What's really important about this is that you feel like you've given yourself the space and time to explore and look backwards on this year. And that's exactly what this session is for. Just want to set the scene and the context for what this work that we're going to do together today has done for me. It's actually brought up some really uncomfortable truths truths that I would probably rather ignore and rather not see and rather not deal with and so if anything comes up for you in today's session because this this is all your reflection and I'm going to open the chat so that I can see what everyone's saying and throughout the session if you want to put it in the chat I've got more to work with as always um yeah I think that if it brings stuff up for you that you might feel discomfort around You might just want to give yourself more time to the session today to stay with certain points long enough for you to realize that that discomfort is just telling you something. It's not bad. It's not wrong. It's not that you're not meant to be feeling it. And I'll let you know from my perspective, for me, when discomfort came up, I'm going to label it and I'm going to label it as shame. Sometimes we take the lessons. In fact, I wrote a little post about it. I'm going to share that with you before we um, we move on. It says, you do not have to be ashamed of yourself for growing and changing. Oh, sorry, there's people I'm not letting in here. <laughs> You're all waiting and I'm just like jabbering on. Sorry, if you've only just joined, I apologize. If you've been waiting there a little while, my bad. I didn't look up. I'm sorry. I was reading from my phone and I was saying that this session might bring up um some stuff some stuff and for me when I've done this for myself it's brought up a bit of shame and I wrote this post really short it says you do not have to be ashamed of yourself for growing and changing when you evolve it doesn't make the old version of you bad or wrong stop letting this hold you back from evolving and what I noticed was I was not wanting to reflect honestly with myself because brought up things that I was ashamed of that I hadn't seen or I hadn't grown through yet and it was almost like by admitting that I was making my old self bad or wrong or less than and I just want you to commit to that as we go into today's session commit to looking backwards with compassion looking backwards with kindness and looking backwards on yourself knowing that It's not even, you can't even dress this up as you were doing the best you can with what you've got because that almost makes it sound like, and it wasn't good enough. Everything that you have done, everything that you have been, it's all been good enough. It's just that you're allowed to grow and evolve without shame. And I, I thought that that was really important to share with you before we go into today's session because I just want you to take a moment to drop any boundaries with yourself. Um, you can't really do this work if you're not prepared to be radically honest with yourself. Well, you can, it's just not going to be as powerful and I want it to be powerful for you. So I'm just going to take a minute. I'm going to put the recording on pause and I'm just going to give you guys a minute 
given everything I've just said, to write down a commitment to yourself for this session today. I have questions that I'm going to take you through so that you can reflect on them and wrap up this year. Um, And it's all about you. None of it is about, you know, oh, well, I've learned that this part of my job isn't good for me. None of it is about anything outside of you. It is all about the inside of you. But that they are my intentions for you in today's session. What I want you to do before we actually head in is I want you to set your own intentions for today's session. What, how will you approach today's work? What will, what won't you do? What will you commit to not doing? And I suppose what I want you to do is write a statement of intent before we head on in. Make it clear to yourself how you're going to approach this work over the next hour. My hope is that you feel like you're on your own team for this call. My hope is that you feel like you back yourself as we navigate this work. And that if you uncover things about yourself that you have committed to yourself, that you're not going to put shame on yourself. You're not going to feel badly towards your previous self. Okay, good. Let's begin. (laughs) I want you to cast your mind back to just coming back into the world from your Christmas break in January 2022. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, going back to work. It could mean getting back to your normal life after the festive period, whenever and whatever that looks like for you. And I want you to cast your mind back there, thinking back to that person. Who were they? Who were you on January the 5th, let's say? Who were you? Just a little hint on this one. You could start the sentence with, looking back to January 5th, I was someone who, I was someone who. We're just getting a feel for the version of you that started the year. I don't know about you, but I find it really hard to remember what happened, when it happened. Like, obviously the Thrive First Method helps, (laughs) but this isn't necessarily about like, on this date, these things happened. And did it's more about, as I think back, when you like roll on in like a year or two years from now, you're not gonna, your mind isn't gonna be concerned with all of those things. Like on this date, this conversation happened and I quit my job then. And actually what your mind will remember is the feeling of that moment, who you felt like you were in that moment. And that's the point. Are you ready for the next question? Okay. And staying with that person, I want you to ask yourself as well, what did they expect? What did they expect as they were going into that version of you that was going into the year? What did they expect from 2022? From themselves, from business, from life? What were their expectations of 2022? I suppose what I want you to do here is just lay it all out. We're not investigating it we're not we're not even learning at this point we're not even taking any lessons we're just almost just getting into like who was I what did I expect from the world what did I expect from myself as I approach this new year pausing the recording here so now we've got a good idea of how we sort of approached this new year what can you take from that what can you learn from that what can you learn from the way that you approach this new year if anything And a really good way to approach this question would be, if I could speak to that version of myself, here's what I'd tell them. I could speak to them if I could just have a whisper in my own ear, the beginning of January 2022, here's what I'd tell them. Pausing the recording here. Rounding that question up. Then thinking about how this year has played out for you. If you were just to look at 2022 as a timeline now, and you can see from January to December, 
let's start looking at the year and let's start the process of taking our lessons. So the first question is, what did you struggle with this year? Whether it was cycles of struggle, whether it was particular scenarios that brought up struggle for you. And again, I want to remind you that this isn't about going, I struggled with that person or I struggled with my job. This is about you looking at your inner struggle, how you struggled on the inside, what you went through that felt like resistance, that felt like challenge, that felt like struggle. And like I said at the beginning of the session, this isn't about casting shame or anything like that on yourself. So one of the answers here is feeling guilty is mine, that I'm not my best version of myself. And I commend you for that honesty, because I can sit here and say, guys, this isn't about casting shame on yourself. That doesn't stop it from coming up within you. All I'm doing is saying that to raise your awareness that it might come up. And you very rightly are showing your honesty with yourself by saying, well, I look back and my struggle is feeling guilty that I wasn't my best version of myself. And for you specifically, I want you to, again, looking backwards with kindness and compassion, I want you to cast your mind really far forward, 96, right? You're 96, you're sat in your little chair and you're looking back on all those years that you felt bad for not being the best version of yourself. What does that 96-year-old say to the person now who's like, oh, you weren't the best version of yourself? What would they say to that? Who said, I feel guilty that I'm not the best. I felt guilty that I wasn't the best version of myself. If that's the goal, I want to be the best version of myself. I wonder when you get there, in inverted commas, if there even exists, if it's going to be as amazing as you thought, or if you just watch yourself and allow it to guide you and flow. Oh, we're going this way. Oh, okay, we're going that way now. I wonder if you allowed yourself to just be with your dreams without having to catch them and grab them and be them, achieve them, do them, strike them off. I wonder if you allowed yourself to just be led by your dreams, be led by the best version of yourself, as opposed to be it and achieve it. I wonder if that would make your journey have less struggle. The person who said, my struggle was that I was feeling guilty, that I wasn't the best version of myself. I hope that that served you. And when I've asked you about what your 96-year-old version would say to you, you said, are you kidding me? Stop wasting time overthinking everything. You're doing the best you can in the circumstances you're in. My argument would be to the version of yourself who says, I'm not the best version of myself, is by what measure? Because surely if you could do better, you would be. So this is right now the best version of yourself. Right now is. Right, literally right now is. And we're going to come on to what you're going to leave behind this year. Maybe that is one of them. So that question was, what have you struggled with this year? Let's move on. Looking at 2022, what have you noticed shift inside of yourself? What shifts have you noticed happen within yourself? Now, this might be a shift in your skills Oh, I've noticed that I'm more able to do these things now. Or it might be a shift in your identity in who you are. Oh, I notice I've stepped into this version of myself now. I've really claimed that. Or it might be, you know, I've noticed that I've become a bit of a martyr. So I suppose the point that I'm making here is it doesn't have to be negative or positive in inverted commas. This is about honesty and truth. 
and showing yourself that honesty and truth. So allow yourself that in this session. Allow yourself to see what shifts have I noticed in myself this year? And for those of you on replay, pause in the recording here. So we've got answers like, I'm sitting in the discomfort more. I used to take all my frustrations and forcefully take action. Mm. And as a result of that, what have you noticed different in your outer world? In fact, let's all ask that question. As a result of the answer in that last question, what have I noticed shift for me this year? What have you then noticed happen in your outer world as a result of that? Let's have a little look. I went through a very angry stage when I joined TFM. (laughs) It's not unusual at all. But I have come out that now feeling more confident in my ability, doing the things out of my comfort zone and being so self-assured that I'm doing things for myself to thrive. I've got a question for you. That angry stage is what I would class as the messiness, the caterpillar going through the metamorphosis. Yeah, the messiness of growth, the growing pains. It was two months of emotion. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm wondering how much I should ask this as a question, how much I should just tell you what I think. I think I'm just going to tell you what I think. What I think about that is I wonder if that thing that you've noticed, the shift that you've noticed, that angry stage, I wonder if you could use that as information, as data for your future self. And what I specifically mean by that is I wonder if you can go, oh, so that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like when... I'm growing. It feels like anger and a lot of emotion. Oh, so if that's what it feels like when I'm growing, I know what to look out for in future. I know not to try and escape that, not to try and push it down or resist it or run away from it. I know that now. Make sense? You know, from what has shifted in your inner world over the past year, what have you noticed in your outer world? I know for me, specifically this question, I know for me, I've just posted on Instagram this morning. The answer to this question was, I noticed for me, I have really discovered my relationship with force and control. That has been a huge life-changing lesson for me this year. And actually it started in January because I'm just going to reference death. So apologies for anyone um, who this is going to trigger, but We actually lost dad. I think it was half nine on New Year's Eve or half 10 at night in New New Year's Eve. And then a couple of days later, I got COVID. And it was really shit. It was really shit. And losing dad, just to be clear to everyone, it wasn't the same kind of grief as losing mum because we had already lost dad. He had severe dementia and you grieve while they're here. And then when they go, it's more of a relief than anything else. So it was a very different type of grief. But at the same time, I was launching a program called Do The Thing, um, as well as all the other plates of my business to spin. What I noticed happen from the beginning of January, and also things were needing my attention at the beginning of January in business. So for example, the membership platform that what was Thrive Together was hosted on at the time was coming to its renewal. And I didn't want to renew it on that membership platform. I wanted to move it over. So there was a bunch of work to do to move that over. And so I started the year with force. I started the year with push through, force through, force things to happen, control that. And that theme kept coming back and slapping me across the face till I learned my lesson. And I I, literally, I mean, literally up until like three weeks ago, I have been learning that lesson all year. and. 
the thing that I wrote on Instagram was when you try and force life, when you try and control it, don't be surprised if life meets your force with equal levels of resistance. That's what I've learned this year. I've learned this year that when I try and force and control what life will do in response to my force, in response to my control, is it will give me the same level ah. in resistance. And I often find myself, when I think about who I am in those moments, I often find myself not necessarily asking it in words, but there's a feeling of, why the fuck is this so hard? Why is it so hard? That is the feeling that I feel when I am forcing life. So <laughs> that's my answer to what have I noticed shift in myself? And as a result, when I don't force, when I allow flow, what does that look like? And therefore, what are the results in my outer world when I don't force and when I don't control? It's quite significant. Things become easier, which is bonkers because in my tiny egoic brain, when I force, surely that means better outcomes no, no, it doesn't. And it takes a lot of trust to navigate that. So I hope sharing my answers to some of these questions helps you and not necessarily helps you by, oh, does do I identify with that particular example? Not that, but just more so this is the level of thinking and deeper, if you can, that I want you to be on. Okay, next question. <gasps> I love this question. Next question is, are we recording? Yeah, we are. Next question is, what are you leaving in 2022, what are you leaving behind? Could be anything. Could be habits, could be beliefs, could be um, behaviors. And it doesn't mean, by the way, when I when you write this down and you make this commitment to yourself, it doesn't mean that come January 1st, you're going to be like, yeah, don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, it's just you acknowledging and setting an intention. So the question again is, what are you leaving behind? What do you intend to leave behind in 2022? And can you go deeper with your answer? So as an example, if your answer is, I want to commit to leaving self-doubt behind, can you help 2023 version of you out a little bit by saying, what does that look like? When does that come up for me? What does that look like? What can I give as a gift of commitment to my future self, if the answer is self-doubt, how can I make it really clear for 2023 version of me that, no, we've left this behind, remember? We said that we were going to leave self-doubt behind. How are you going to help them move through self-doubt? So just go a little bit deeper for yourself there. Just as a thought. Ask yourself why. Why do you want to leave that behind? So if I give you this example, right, self-doubt, I want to leave that behind. Why do I want to leave that behind? Well, because it holds me back, because it's uncomfortable. Hang on, let me challenge myself. Get ready with this one, strap in. I'm going to challenge you. Is it self-doubt I want to leave behind? Or is it the way I respond to self-doubt that I want to leave behind? Let me tell you why. I want for next year, for you guys to be exploring things that are new to you. Possibilities in life and business. New versions of yourself expansion I want all of these things for you and I don't I don't know if any of us can go through the things we really want without self-doubt being there I think it's probably always going to come up so is it the self-doubt that you want to leave behind or is it the response that you currently have to self-doubt 
that you want to leave behind. And I know for me and I know for my one-to-one clients, the real shift there is I actually don't want self-doubt to go. I want to feel more equipped to deal with the discomfort of it. I want to feel more grounded in myself to not act from self-doubt, but to recognize it, allow it to be there, but not to take action from that place. And I recognize that self-doubt is probably going to come up. This is such important work that you are doing here. So whatever your answer was to that question, what do you want to leave behind in 2022? Is that, do you really want to leave that behind? Whatever that was. That's why like a lot of the time, and I've changed this in my own marketing, the way I market my services. It's not, it's not overcoming fear. It's not overcoming self-doubt because the only the only way I feel like we can overcome those things is to avoid experiences in life and business. I want you to avoid experiences in life and business. <laughs> I want you to leap into experiences in life and business, knowing fine well that fear will come up, self-doubt will come up, all of the shit will come up <laughs> that we'd rather not experience. And it really, really leads me to our next question, if you're ready, which is, what are you taking into 2023? What are you intentionally taking into 2023? Little bit of context. I mean for yourself. I mean within yourself. What are you taking into 2023? Are you taking in patience? Are you taking in an open heart? And don't just write the words down. Define it. Really define it as succinctly as you can. What are you taking into 2023? Don't be surprised if it's difficult for your brain to move into what you do want. It's very easy for our brain to be like, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. (laughs) In fact, I'm pretty sure, haven't I just talked about this in a podcast episode? Hang on a minute. Hang on. Let me just see. Episode 119 of the Inner Work Conversation. Five reasons to get closer to your fears. I'm pretty sure in that episode I mentioned about um, towards and away from motivation. It's a meta program in neurolinguistic programming that talks about our brain is naturally wired to want to be motivated to get away from discomfort. So don't be surprised if your brain naturally wants to, is more inclined to, sorry, spend more time with, I don't want this and I don't want that. So for example, you said, and um, my brain's focused on, I don't want negative self-talk. I don't want catastrophizing. And therefore you struggle with what you actually do want. If you're there, if you're, if whether you're live or on replay, if you're there, spend a moment with yourself in that space. If your wisdom, like I, <laughs> I imagine, right, that there's like a, um, not sorry, I imagine that there's like this auric version of me. So it's like a me, but as an aura there, just just, just outside of me, right? And um, that's my wisdom. And sometimes I'm like, wisdom, what do you say? Come on, wisdom, like give me something right now. Help. And that part of me is like the part of me that hasn't got as much fear that my wisdom doesn't have fear. My wisdom only sees the potential in me and it only sees my, my ability to navigate life. And so when I'm in this place of like my, my brain 
doesn't want to come away from what I don't want because that's where my brain feels safe. That's where my ego feels safe. So I have to tap into my wisdom and be like, I'm really struggling with this. Like, help me. And what would my wisdom say to me if I was too focused on all of the negatives? My wisdom would say to me, Nikki, you're struggling with that because it doesn't feel safe for you to dream. It doesn't feel safe for you to hope. It doesn't feel safe for you to connect to what you want because it feels safer to focus on what you don't want so that it doesn't happen. And my wisdom would say, relax. It's okay. It's okay to spend five minutes with what you do want. It's okay. I give you permission. It's okay for you to look into next year and be like, what am I taking into 2023? It's okay for you to do that. You're allowed. You're allowed to really enjoy this. You're allowed to use your imagination. You're allowed to really think bigger than your fears. And so whenever I feel resistance in this kind of exercise, I recognize that it's usually my ego stepping in and being like, no, we're not going there. And so I have to look at another part of me, my wisdom, or whatever you want to call it, and go help. Like my ego is keeping me stuck in this mindset, in these thoughts, help. What words do you have for me, wisdom, so that I can move into this part of self-reflection? Does that help? Okay, giving you a few minutes on this. What are you taking into 2023? And, you know, if if you've been writing all this time, you can pose this question in other ways. How are you being asked to step up and lead in 2023 in your own life, in your own business? How are you being called to step up and lead? Pausing the recording here. And take your answers even further. If I knew I would be fully supported by things, forces, financially, by people, if I knew I would be fully supported, what would I do? What would I be taking into 2023? What expectations would I have of the world? How would I be stepping up and leading? I want you to put your thoughts on a foundation of assumptions that it's all going to work out, that you will be fully supported and then see what comes out from that place. You ready? What I absolutely love about you guys being here live is the opportunity it gives me to challenge you to go deeper. So I've got an answer there, which is I'd pursue my training in X. And my answer to you is add on to the end of that sentence. I would pursue my um, therapy training. And for what it like, if you're listening to this on replay, think about maybe a career shift that you want to do. I want to pursue my coaching training. I want to pursue my nutritionist training, whatever that is. And then add on to the end of that sentence because then fill in the blank. I want to pursue that in 2023 because why? Why do you want to pursue that? What's the next layer down from that answer? Remembering that example that I always give, which is like, if your life was a book, 96 pages long, and every single page represents a year of your life, and the next year, 2023, represents for me the year I turned 37, So if I look at page 37 and I'm like, oh, like, so for this example, 
and would pursue my therapy training. I'm like, oh my God, page 37 was the year I pursued my therapy training. Why did I do that? Oh, because on page 38, I started practicing. On page 39, I was impacting people's lives in this way. On page 40, look nothing like it did on page 35. My whole life changed. That's the kind of exploration that I would want you to be doing as a result of that sentence. I would pursue my therapy training because why? There is a for the things that your heart wants for every single one of you listening for the things that your heart wants. There is a deep, deep reason that your heart wants it, a really deep reason, and it might not make sense. It might loads of my decisions do not make business sense. (laughs) They do not make logical business sense. Right? Doesn't make sense for me to do some of the things that I do. Doesn't make sense for me to leave certain things behind and move on. Doesn't make sense, but that's what my heart wants for my pages of my book. And there's got to be a reason for that. Yeah. It's my heart's desire is actually why I wrote it down. And think like, if you want to, after this session, think about why your heart desires that. Why do you, why does your heart desire to pursue your therapy training? Because I want to get qualified. And when you're qualified, you'll be a therapist. Why do you want to be a therapist? And maybe the answer to that is, because it's changed my life and I want to give that to other people. And it's like for you to connect to yourself at that level, because let's be honest, there will be things that you've written down in answer to this question. What do you want for 2023? What do you take into 2023? How do you, how are you being called to step up and lead in 2023? There'll be answers to that question that when you're actually experiencing those things in 2023, it'll be fucking hard. Like I imagine not that I've ever done it, but I imagine therapy training, I imagine that's difficult. I imagine that comes with a lot of pressure and a lot of learning and a lot of discomfort. And my genuine belief is in those times of discomfort and pressure and all of the challenge that comes with pursuing our heart's desires, we've got to be locked in, anchored in and grounded in the reason that we wanted it in the first place. That's why I want you to connect to the real reasons behind what it is that you've said that you want. Yeah. When clients come to me at the beginning of their journey, so the inner work journey, the four to six month one, when they come to me and they're like, I really want to change career and I want a salary increase and I want to this and I want that. And I'm like, yeah, why? Why? I'm not questioning that you don't want those things. I just want you to connect to yourself at such a level that bypasses your ego and connects to your heart and helps you to realize what is significant and true and meaningful and what is a desire that comes from maybe a fear-based place, maybe a I want to look this way on the outside kind of place. And there is a difference between those two desires and neither is wrong when neither is right. It's just that when times get tough, one will prevail over the other in my experience. Are you ready for the last question? Last question's a bit of a head fuck, so let me know in the chat when you're ready and I will pose it to you. I'll set this question up while some of you are just finishing off that last question, just by giving you the context. 
The majority of people that I work with, they are doers. They are action takers. They make shit happen in life and in business. I'm not diminishing that. There's nothing wrong with that. They are great things. They are great qualities to have. But over time, I think I'm two and a half years into business now. And over time, one of the things that I've noticed is with all of this masculine energy, to be clear, nothing wrong with a healthy masculine, just as there's nothing wrong with healthy feminine. With all of this masculine energy of do and drive and go and force and push, actually force would be an unhealthy masculine. But anyway, one of the things that we sort of forget to balance that out with is a healthy feminine which is to say, I've created these structures. I am doing the work. I am powerfully taking action. I want you to recognize that that needs to be balanced with what am I willing to receive? What am I willing to be welcomed into by life, by others? And so I don't want to finish this session without posing a question to you that might be difficult for you to answer, but I'm asking you to sit with it and maybe even take it outside of this session. When we think about the upcoming year, quite often we'll think about it in terms of what do I, what am I going to create? What am I going to make happen? And this last question is asking you, what if your wildest dreams, what if your vision for yourself, what if how you wanted to feel, what if that didn't come from you creating it and you making it happen? What if instead that came from you receiving it. I'll give you a couple of ways that this could practically look for you. What if you were like, do you know what? I really want to speak more. What if instead of creating a speaking event that you spoke on, what if you were invited to speaking events? What if instead of creating a podcast, you were invited to speak to 12 podcasters in the year? What if instead of you, I don't know, strapping in and forcing a salary increase with your employer what if you were invited into a role that gave you double the salary and I think you're getting the gist of it it's like what are you open to receiving in 2023 without creating it without feeling the need to make that happen yourself what are you actually willing to receive because that the answer to that question might bring up the inner work for you to uncover over 2023. I have examples of my own answer to that question, which I am willing to share, but I want you to explore your answer first, pausing the recording here. If you think about the things that you want for yourself in 2023, and just imagine getting an email that says, oh, we've created this and we'd really like you in that. And imagine the relief of like, oh my God, I didn't need to create that. I didn't need to make that happen. It came to me. What would that look like? What would that look like? Imagine that. What would that look like? So for those of you who are catching this on replay, I'm about to just head on into um, any Q&A with anyone who's here live. And if you are catching this on the replay, I would invite you to, if anything's come up in today's session that is asking you to go deeper, is asking you to inquire more, is asking you to spend more time with it, do that. But don't do it in a rush. Do it over the Christmas period. Do it in the times that it's just you with a cup of coffee in the morning. 
instead of scrolling on social media. Allow yourself that space and time to, even if you think, well, no, there's nothing else for me to explore. Maybe just go back and read over your own answers, read over your own wisdom. That's how you can use the work that you've done today. Um, And so for those of you on replay, have a gorgeous Christmas, have a lovely festive period. And if you are someone who you're listening back to this thinking, no, actually things are a bit tricky for me right now. It's not going to be a lovely Christmas period. It's not going to be a nice festive period. I hope that you are able to support yourself in the best ways possible. I know for me, like I mentioned this time last year, it was not (laughs) a holly jolly Christmas. It was pretty tricky. Um, And the most important thing that I recognize looking back was the support that I gave myself. So if you are struggling this Christmas period, make sure that you do that for yourself. And thank you for spending this time with yourself on yourself today.